Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. The sweetness uh, of the evening, the lovely embrace of darkness, velvet-like. seems uh, for me at night that we can really slow down, really allowed to not be efficient or productive. No more expectations or demands. Tonight I wanted to um, guide uh, a meditation on uh, equanimity. It's something that uh, I practiced uh, in different ways uh, with the use of phrases, a little bit like we do uh, or did yesterday with uh, the metta or benevolence uh, practice. And equanimity, uh, as you might know, is part of this uh, little group of the four, I'll call them tonight, the qualities of the heart. This group is made of uh, benevolence. So this wish, this very kind of uh, natural basic wish uh, for well-being that we have when there's uh, when the heart is not hindered so this basic wish for well-being that we have maybe for others or self when this wish for well-being uh, meet meets what is difficult, it becomes compassion, a particular kind of love or care in the face of what is uh, challenging or difficult. Yeah. When benevolence uh, meet, when this wish for well-being meet uh, what is beautiful or what works or success or goodness, Uh, naturally it rejoices, it becomes joy. So here we already have three of these four qualities of the heart. The benevolence that becomes compassion in the face of uh, what is difficult. That becomes joy very naturally when uh, things are going well. It rejoices. 
And the fourth quality is equanimity. It's uh, some kind of describe it as uh, stability of heart uh, or mind, mind, heart that can meet what is difficult without uh, falling apart or lashing out or closing or attacking. So the heart that is able to be uh, with what is uh, difficult and able also to be with what is pleasant without closing down, fearing losing, wanting to defend or keep or get more of. The equanimity is the highest quality, uh, maybe in the Buddhist uh, psychology. I don't know English very well, but I think what comes to mind as another word is composure. But I'm not sure of that. <laughs> I would have to make some research. But that's how it lands in my mind, you know, some keeping some composure, some uh, yeah, keeping access to inner resources, the stability of mind, the balance of mind. And these four qualities, they play... They're very important to each other, I'll say it like this, or they play together, they play well together. And you know, when there is um, compassion as the capacity to see what is difficult and to be with it, and it seems like joy is calling it, say, hey, come on that side of reality also, come to see what is beautiful, and if they were separate, uh, they would, I think, get defective, each one of them, you know, only seeing what works, you know. So compassion is saying, yeah, joy, beautiful, but come here also, notice this, you know. We can also make space for this that is broken or rickety or imperfect. And the equanimity gives uh, breath and depth and duration to all of these qualities. I don't know if you're like me, but uh, sometimes uh, I like to think of myself as a, a benevolent, but I notice sometimes that I'm benevolent as long as it goes my way. <laughs> and then <laughs> when, when uh, it's like going my way, you know, my benevolence might lose some of its apparent stability pretty quickly out the window. And so uh, these qualities, they, especially equanimity, I think, helps give uh, breath and depth and stability to benevolence and the other qualities. It's... Um, Today, Tara, very rightly so, I think you uh, linked uh, courage to virya or energy or effort or 
some, something of that nature very, very rightly. And I associate also courage to equanimity. In courage, there's a, in French at least, there's the word heart, cœur. And so that's how I think of it. Sometimes equanimity for me requires some kind of strong, uh, courageous intention to stay in contact with something, with balance. It's also, um, I think it's the highest uh, quality in Buddhist psychology because it's um, very much linked with uh, insight and wisdom. So, you know, equanimity is not just a decision, like something that comes out of will. Oh, let me be equanimous right now in the face of this difficulty. Uh, It's not just a decision. It's based uh, in a deep understanding of the impermanent, unstable, changing, unreliable, conditional uh, nature of reality. And through insight, through meeting these three characteristics that uh, Tara talked about today, intimately getting to live with them uh, with a sensitivity to the changing nature of things, the escaping nature of events and phenomena, phenomena and experiences. Deeply understanding, you know, that things do break, really helps, uh, uh, leads actually to a stability, this alignment, as you were saying, Tara, with reality as it is, leads to a, a stable heart. Anyway, just a few words on it, and then the uh, going in the field to see like what what could it mean how could it feel for me here tonight exploring it and so I invite you to and maybe you have already your posture and so I think there is an aspect of intention here that's how I practice it. At the moment of practicing equanimity, I, um, I bring the intention uh, in the foreground. Oh, I'm really interested tonight by uh, keeping balance of mind, keeping some kind of calm, maybe, Yeah, some composure. Yeah, it's really the word that comes to my mind. I'm really interested in seeing if it's possible to keep the mind stable, balanced, not falling into worry or fear or learning how to hold different things with yeah, stability, balance, courage, calm, composure. So, 
having this intention, this curiosity to see if it's possible. And maybe taking a moment to feel the body at this point, just now, tonight, after this full day of practice. Oh, it feels like this, to be in this body right now. Can it be okay, just for now, that it feels like this? Can it be known, just as it is, this body? And this mind, heart. This is too, for me an invitation for equanimity. Can it be okay, Pascal? Can it be okay that it's like this right now? Just for now. Can it be known just as it is? And if you feel like you want to explore this quality, uh, the way we'll do it is we'll bring to mind uh, things that are maybe unresolved or slightly difficult for somebody else or for ourselves, just to see if we can hold it uh, tonight with care, with calm, It's the step uh, before trying to find a solution or um, doing something. It's that step before that maybe learning how to hold carefully, calmly. And so if you want, you could think of a friend who is experiencing some difficulty in one of their aspect of their life. Let's not go to the most difficult. Just somebody who's maybe experiencing some trouble in a relationship or health or work or finances. Or so somebody comes to mind and with care We'll just see if we can recognize, name, quietly name and recognize what is happening. And a phrase that could be useful here is, this is what is happening for you right now. There is this difficulty in your life. So it's a very kind of factual uh, recognition, naming. This is how it is for you right now. There is this difficulty in your life. Not turning away, not blaming, judging, Worrying, just holding, or yeah, learning how to hold this truth.
This is how it is for you right now. There is this difficulty, this challenge for you. Playing with this on your own for just a few moments. And just to finish here, maybe bringing some compassionate wish. May you find inside yourself and around you uh, the resources needed to be with this or overcome this or accept this. May you find inside yourself and around yourself the resources to help you overcome this or be with this. And maybe coming back to just here, this room, the space around the silence, stillness, And noticing the state of the mind, uh, maybe the mind, you know, got caught a little bit here in worry, or, or maybe not. We can notice, no judgments, we're just noticing anything very natural. And seeing if with the three S we can find balance again or appreciate the balance that is there. The three S of silence around and inside oneself. Stillness around and inside oneself. and space around and inside oneself.
And if we want to, if we feel balanced, we could do another little round here. And this time, if you want, you could think of yourself and one aspect of your life that is unresolved or unsatisfying, a little troubling, maybe not the most difficult thing, but something that has uncertainty or a challenge. With the intention here to hold it, hold this, and have this in mind, hold this with calm and balance this time in a simple and factual way. Maybe with the help of this sentence or another one, this is how it is for me right now. There is this challenge, this difficulty in this aspect of my life. Just recognizing with honesty, very simply, this aspect of my life that is challenging for me right now. Not easy. This is how it is for me right now. Can it be okay? just for now, just for this moment, that it's unresolved, uncertain? Can it be okay just for now that I haven't figured it out? if it's possible to have this in mind in a quiet way, in a factual way, in an honest way. This is how it is right now. Maybe expressing a wish of a compassionate wish, may I find inside myself the courage or creativity, compassion, strength, patience to be with this or overcome this. 
I find inside and outside the resources to help me navigate this. Letting go of the thoughts related to this, if possible. Coming back to just being here now, in this room together. Being aware of the stillness. Silence. And space. And equanimity can be uh, thought of as, yes, balance, equilibrium, can be thought of as maybe space, perspective, can be thought of as staying grounded. be thought of also as flexibility, pliability of mind, the mind that is able to consider something and let it go, let it go, bring something else to mind. And to play with that flexibility, now we could maybe think of somebody that we know and that is doing well maybe. just to see if the mind is able to go in that area, that region of appreciation. You might think of somebody and name them inwardly. Maybe even think of their good qualities, naming them and rejoicing in these qualities. intelligence, kindness, humor, their uniqueness, 
May your good qualities protect you. May your good qualities be your contribution to the world. And noticing the state of the mind, heart, would be very natural if in tiredness it lost track of what was happening or got stuck or is there, vibrant, whatever is there, totally natural. May our good qualities protect us. May our good qualities, those that we developed today, those that are well-established, those that are shaky, may all our good qualities protect us. May they be contribution to the world. May you rest deeply in the darkness, the beautiful darkness. May your sleep be deep and rejuvenating. May you wake up uh, easily at the right time. Let's not talk about tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.